0: Ten seconds to go. They put the clock at ten. Forty-eight all. Lincoln Riley one timeout. Ball on the thirty-three. Williams in the shotgun. Stoops in motion. Direct snap. Brooks fakes the pitch. Bounces it outside. He's to the thirty. He's to the twenty-five. He's to the twenty. He's gonna go. Kennedy Brooks. He just won. He just won the game. Kennedy
1: Brooks just won oh, you Texas. A thirty-three-yard touchdown. Texas history. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bad Sports you want to bet sports but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a
0: heck of a price well if you want enough money to line your shorts then you're in the right place this is due to bet sports due to bet sports it's your favorite show due to bet sports where degenerates go due to bet sports time to change your approach
1: with Aaron holderman and his father, the coach let's ride what is up guys a show that's so big we had to go prime time papa dude we are back uh you're back from dallas texas i'm back from Plattsburgh, new york a lot of things happened on saturday but uh something pretty special happened down in the cotton bowl let's just lead off right with that it's almost a loss for words i, I don't even know how to even begin do you
0: no and i don't know where to start <laughs> that's the whole thing i i uh you and I both have been so fortunate to go to so many big-time sporting events. You know, yeah. I think sometimes we fail to realize how fortunate we have been uh, to go to so many. You know, you've been to big-time things, and I have two. Yeah. About the only thing I haven't been to is the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, I'm, I am don't even care to go to one. But, uh, you know, been to the NBA game, been to big-time hockey games, uh, you know, big time OU games. It's just, well, I've been to a world series game. You've been to all those big time, right? Uh, horse races and other things. This topped (laughs) everything I've ever been at. And, (laughs) and it was just, you know, I I hope I'm not going to sit here and bore people, but it was just, unless you've been a part of one of these things, it's, you just can't, Describe it, and you've got to be an OU or Texas fan to understand where we're coming from here. But it's it's an event like nothing else, and this one just topped everything from the get go. Uh, the OU crowd, you know, you know, I've been there. And I think this is my seventh, I think sixth or seventh. It's always good, but this one was just it was just special from the beginning. I got to tell one quick story, and uh, I kind of hope these guys are watching. Well, a couple of quick stories. Let me give you the first one here. So we're standing out here watching the bands come in, which, as you can attest to, is just awesome. Yep. Yep. The bands march right through the state fairgrounds and come right by the fans. So we're standing here by these two uh, women, uh, a mom and her daughter, and they were OU fans, and uh, they were from Austin, Texas. But they had been originally from Oklahoma. They're mm-hmm. huge OU fans. So we're sitting there talking, just shooting a bull. And, you know, she's talking about how superstitious she is and stuff about stuff. And she goes, but I can't beat this one lady. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, it was a good friend of mine. We were up at uh, Kansas. And we were watching the game, and, and OU wasn't playing very good. And she went into the bathroom. <laughs> and she noticed she had on blue underwear. <laughs> And she is so superstitious. She took the underwear off and went commando the rest of the game. <laughs> so I had to share that. That's, that's
1: my kind of woman, right there. I
0: like. I know you comes back to win, and she, you know, she took all the credit uh, for yeah. that win. So anyway, Sandy and I are sitting there at the game, and I, you know, it's like I don't know thirty minutes before the game starts, whatever. These two guys come and sit beside us. They're young guys in their early twenties. And of course, Sandy'll talk to anybody, and they're they're on the other side of me. So Sandy's in between me and, and these two guys. So anyway, they're sitting there talking, you know. And she's so friendly, and she'll talk to anybody. And and they they said, "Where are you guys from?" No, she said something about she was from. we were from Missouri, and they go, "We're at Missouri." And she said, "Aurora," and they go, and she goes, "You probably never heard of it." And they go, Did "You say Aurora?" She uh-huh. goes, "Yeah, say, we're from Monette, right." now Monet's 15 miles from aurora so there we are sitting yeah. in 95,000 people what's uh what's the chances you're gonna be sitting by somebody's 15 miles yeah. away from you? but anyway i digress it it was a hell of a game no doubt about it
1: so if you miss the game oh you gets behind 14 to nothing the first two minutes that's right two minutes of the game texas scores on the very first play of the game and then we go three and out block a punt it's 14 to nothing OU gets going, they make it 14-7, they get a stop, and then turnover number one of the game happens uh, that, that ended with Spencer Rattler getting pulled. He throws interception, Texas makes it 21-7, then they make it 28-7, and then and the legend the of Caleb quarter, Williams is born. Still the
0: first quarter. still, the first, still quarter. the
1: first quarter, it's 28-7, it's fourth and one from our own 34-yard line, OU has to go for it at this point. Caleb Williams takes it 66 yards to the house. It's 28 to 14. Our sideline for the first time all day is going absolutely berserk, except for one guy, Spencer Rattler, Rattler who has a frown on his face. More on that later. Anyway, the, uh, the game gets to 28 to 17. OU has the ball there at midfield. Spencer Rattler, another turnover. He fumbles the ball. Uh, just an unnecessary run. He acted confused, acted like he didn't know what the play was. Texas gets it, and then that's it for Spencer. He's out for the rest of the game. OU was down 41-23, Papa Dude, with two minutes left in the third quarter with a true freshman quarterback who had never taken a meaningful snap at Oklahoma until this game. And OU wins the game 55-48. Caleb Williams plays fantastic. It was unbelievable. The best quarterback performance under the circumstances I've ever seen in an OU-Texas game. I know there may be better stats. I know maybe somebody... Played better, and if you grade them by play-by-play, by play. but for a true freshman to step up like this, it was absolutely incredible.
0: It was, and there were so many times in this game I thought it was over, As, at the forty-one twenty-three mark. You know, I I just I didn't see any way in the world uh, they were going to win that. And what he's talking about with uh, Caleb Williams, for those of you that don't know, he is a true freshman. Which means this is his first year at OU. His high school team last year did not play football because of COVID. So hadn't played since 2019. He enters the biggest game on the Oklahoma schedule. Yep. Had played very, very little. We're behind. We're sucking it up. <laughs> And I, of course, when you're at a game and you're in the nosebleed where I was, you don't, you can't see facial expressions. You can't see all of that. But I re, I watched the game today. What impressed me the most about him was his poise. Yeah. It was just, he, it, the moment wasn't too big for him. And to come in and play like that under that circumstance is, that's the most incredible thing. Um, now, lost in all this, he's getting all kinds of credit, and he deserves every bit of it. Number 17, Marvin Mims, made yeah. three of the greatest catches I've ever seen. If he doesn't make one of those catches. We don't win. Yep. And we're not talking about Caleb Williams like we are today. So he, he's the hero of the game, I think. But, but Williams poise, the ability to run the offense, you know, and, and be able to run a, a certain amount of plays that, that the coaches were confident in him to do is incredible for a freshman. And you got to give credit to Lincoln Riley
1: yeah.
0: for adjusting to this the way he did. Just an incredible job of play calling. He had to be exhausted at the end of the game. Lincoln, oh, there's
1: no doubt. And, and like said, Caleb Williams came in and we kind of started to exchange field goals. And you felt, well... He stabilized us. We're much better, but he's a true freshman and we're operating with like one eighth of the playbook probably. Uh, And he's, he's not able to make that big play that we have to have because we spotted them so many goddamn points. And it's like, well, you know, it's like, you kind of almost felt okay about it. It's like, well, at least they're building on something finally for the first time in six games. And then all of a sudden Caleb Williams starts making plays. Yeah, he he did. starts making more plays. And then Kennedy Brooks starts running all over the field, and Marvin Mims is making circus catches. All of a sudden, this game swung in OU's favor. They get up 48-41. They still give up, you know, because their defense is atrocious on the back end. Uh, and Texas, you know, they, they I thought their offensively, they were just fantastic in the game. They tie the game at 48 124 to go. It's 48-48, and the true freshman makes pass after pass to get them in field goal range, and then Kennedy Brooks breaks a long run to win the game. Here's some things for the betting side of it. How about this? If you played Texas plus three, plus three and a half, plus four, those, those were all offered on Saturday at different times. My hat's off to you. I'm so sorry because you were right about this. I'm not. Even the last <laughs> seconds of the game – you're thinking, okay, OU kick the field goal, make it 51 48, do it, love it. The only way you lose if they let them break a long run. Uh, if you bet OU, OU covers for the first time all year. Easy, it's right. such, yeah. such an easy job for OU to cover that, right? No, never in doubt.
0: <laughs> you know when you when you when you win a game like this, you have to be good. You know, because you have to make plays, but you gotta be so damn lucky too. Yeah. You gotta have things go your way. Yep. And if you'll remember, uh it's 4123. Kennedy Brooks makes an unbelievable run. Yep. And at the end of the run, he fumbled the ball. Yep. We all thought it's that's it, we're done. Well, his knee was barely down before he fumbled. That doesn't happen. We don't win the game. I mean, the yeah. game is over. Over. Uh, another play that I had forgotten I heard about, I forgot this play. They were up, I think it was 38-23, and they threw the ball through a pass down in the end zone, and he couldn't get both feet down the receiver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he gets both feet down it's 40 or it's going to be 45-23 there's a hell of a difference psychologically between 45 to 23 and 41 to 23 cuz they had to kick a field goal to make it four. there's another little bitty thing that has to happen and then here's the big one too 10 seconds left in the game okay we're on the what we're on 33 i believe yep the wind is blowing 25 miles an hour right in our kicker's face. Okay. If we have to kick a field goal from there, it's going to be 50 yards. Now, he's a great kicker, but I was in that end zone and I saw what that wind was doing to those kicks all day long. It'd get up into that wind and wham, it'd just knock it down. I don't think there's any way he makes that. Yeah. Field well,
1: I was watching the game with Chris uh, and he made comments in best college game I ever saw. We, we, we were just having a ball watching this one. Well, he was a, for all of it, me for maybe like 10 minutes of it. The rest yeah, of it, I was pissed, right, right. but uh, I, we were talking and of course, you know, he watches OU casually. And I said, you know, we got, and I was telling him the same thing you were saying, we got one of the best kickers in the country. Yeah. He's probably the, no probably he is the MVP of the season. coming. Oh, oh this yeah. Game.
0: Made four field goals. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it,
1: Misses any of them, it's a different story, yeah. But in this situation with the wind against him, and he's due to miss one, it's like I I had no confidence that he was going to make it, so I was uh more than relieved when Kennedy Brooks decided, Let's just take it to the end zone. Uh, listen, well, uh, two things I told Chris again, uh, before the game, I said, Watch for the team who runs the ball best, always wins this game. Number one, number two. Watch for the swings and momentum. Uh, Momentum is is, is a lot of of football. It's everything in this game. And once it swings out of your favor, it's really hard to get it back. And that's why Rattler got benched. And Lincoln Riley said, you can't turn it over in this game because it's hard enough to get the momentum back in your favor. You cannot give them momentum back, period. Mm -hmm. And then OU, uh, the big play to me, uh, it was it was forty one to twenty three. They were down there, uh, about ready to score again. It was a third down, and, and, and OU had had trouble scoring touchdowns. They mm-hmm. snapped the ball. Caleb Williams fumbles it. Yeah. Picks it up. Guys are coming in his face. Steps up in the pocket. Scrambles and finds uh, Marvin Mims for a touchdown.
0: It was a BB, just a BB. So when that
1: happened. I looked at Chris for the first time all day and said, "We have a shot." Yeah because that's the kind of plays you have to make in that game to get the momentum back. And when we got it, we never let it go. That was a big thing. Now let's look forward though.
0: Okay.
1: And I'll start with Texas. Okay. I think they can build off this. Yes. It's a heartbreaking loss. Yes. They totally blew it. They went down and scored 48 legitimate points on Oklahoma. Their quarterback Casey Thompson played fantastic. They've got a great running back. They've got a great number one wide receiver. Let's start with Texas because we haven't talked about them at all. I think okay. they can build off this. I think Texas is starting to creep back to that elite uh, status on offense. They've got guys that I'm thinking about next year, and I fear for the first time in four or five years.
0: Well, let me put it this way to you. I, I don't want to play them in the Big 12 championship game if we get there.
1: Right. That's I'm the hoping one thing that
0: scares me. Yep. So they play Oklahoma State this week, and I'm sure there will be a game we're going to feature. I'm going to root for Oklahoma State. Yeah. Because if they beat Texas, they're pretty much probably out of any hope to play in the. Well, I can't really say that, but it really hurts their chances to get in. Yeah. To the game, and I don't want to play them again. But you hit the nail on the head. It's the best set of skill people they've had in a while. Uh, Thompson is going to be a star.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and Robinson. I, I don't know. Is he going to – what's his uh, – what is he, a junior sophomore? What is he? Yeah,
1: I think he's just a sophomore. So I
0: wonder, though, if he's a red shirt.
1: He could so. be a third year. Because of COVID, I, I get confused. He is listed well, as he a He may
0: get dra- – He if he's a three-year, he may get yeah. drafted. So, but anyway, he's a stud. You're right, the receiver's great. The Whittington yeah. kid got hurt. Uh, he's another great receiver for yeah. them. Um. Yeah, they're they're really good now. The key is going to be that was that has got to be a devastating loss to them. Yep. Uh, historically, they rebound pretty good after that game after a loss, just like Oklahoma has done over the years. Um, so we're going to find out a lot about them this week when they when they play Oklahoma State. Uh, I think they beat them. I really do. Um, that's going to be a great game, though. So you're right. Um, Texas deserves a heck of a lot of credit. They played really, really well. Now yeah. defensively, they're yeah. not any good. No. So they're no. gonna have they gotta get some help there. He has guys, a
1: job to do defensively, yeah. but he inherited a job that was needed to do. I mean, they had they were been awful on defense for many, many years. So he's gotta get something going there. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you something. Their offense stunk the last two or four years. Ellinger yeah. sucked. I don't care what anybody tells you. I had no fear of him ever. Casey Thompson looked very good. Robinson looked good. I mean, these guys. Yeah, they were good. They look good. They've got guys that we had no answer for for the first time in a few years.
0: Exactly.
1: All right. OU. To me, the season almost restarts Saturday. Yeah.
0: It always does, Aaron, after the Texas game, anyway. Never
1: like this, though. I know.
0: But this for, is. Yeah, you're right. For old we're... time Sooner fans like me, way before your time, the season never starts, till the Texas game's over. Yeah. And when you win that, normally then you set yourself up for a run uh yeah. to the postseason. So you never really even start the season till Texas game's over. Now it's a little bit different now because Texas is in the same conference as we are. It used to be a non-conference game for many, many, many years. Yeah. Now I'm excited. I'm never excited to let Texas game is over because I dread it so damn bad. It's just hell. That's all it is, is hell. Yeah. And it's just awful if you lose. But now we're gonna see how good a coach Lincoln Riley is. And I and I think he can handle this. I'm not even concerned at all because he's got a real problem. Everybody, including us, is singing Caleb Williams' praise. Yeah, he's a freshman. He's gonna make mistakes, he's gonna have some bad times. Yeah. Somewhere. Spencer Rattler is going to have to bail us out. Mark my words, it's going to ha- I hope to hell I'm wrong, but mark my words, it's going to happen. Now, he's a jerk. Yep. He's a jerk. His actions at that game, he's a problem. And the way yep. those players responded to Caleb Williams, players don't lie. Their actions don't lie. They rallied around Caleb Williams.
1: Yep.
0: So how is Riley going to handle this situation? Because Rattler's liable to just say, I'm done. It, would that surprise you at all? Yep. Wouldn't I, surprise you, would it?
1: A lot of people, and I'll throw this up here, are like, well, I wonder if Spencer Rattler finished the season with OU. And and here's why these these kind of comments are happening the sideline at oklahoma was unlike anything i've ever seen you could really see it on tv the sideline was nuts even when caleb made a 28 14 on the run i mean we were those players were going nuts they were responding he was a spark rattler was stone-faced he didn't ever communicate with caleb williams he didn't pat him on the back he didn't give him a high five he wasn't the backup trying to help caleb read the defense you know what you know after after the offense had been on the field like, you see so many guys do. Like, think about when Trevor Knight got pulled. He was still right there with Blake oh, Bell. Yeah. He was trying to do this. He was trying to do that. He was trying to help the to help the team out. You didn't get that from, from Rattler. So, it's a weird situation. It really
0: is. And he's team captain, too. He's a team captain, Rattler. Yeah. That just further complicates things. And I've noticed this at the games previously. Caleb Williams and... Rattler do not interact with each other.
1: No, no. And
0: usually the backup quarterback is right there by the coach. You know, there. You know, they communicate with each other, and it's almost to me like Rattler's jealous of Williams. Yeah. Or it could even be the other way around. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you notice in Lincoln's uh, Coach Riley's press conferences. What did he say? Rattler made the biggest play of the game. Remember well, that?
1: He's, he's trying. He's, he's trying, trying to create this narrative that he's great and yes. we we need him. And he said, I'm not sure who we're gonna start at quarterback. And, yeah.
0: Because here's the thing about coaching that people don't get. If Caleb Williams was better than Link than Spencer Rattler, he would be starting. Yeah. There's well, things he can't do yet. Let's think Rattler- about something
1: else. Caleb Williams bring him all the way back to 41 to 39, and Rattler runs the two-point conversion. All right In the heat of the moment, I am yelling at the top of my lungs, no, no, why are you doing this? He did it because that's how little Caleb Williams knows this playbook.
0: And here's another thing that people don't get. When you put two-point conversion plays in, your first-team quarterback runs the plays. Yep. Not, Or he may run five of those snaps. The other guy gets one.
1: Yep.
0: It was not a complicated play. But still, uh, Lincoln Riley didn't have confidence in him on that play.
1: Well, I imagine they have a set group package of plays, exactly. for two point conversions and things of that nature, and Williams hadn't ran them.
0: That's right. So
1: – It <sighs> – it's, Again, he's a he's a true freshman. He, he is,
0: is. <laughs> and, and it's it is a tricky situation. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I, I do kind of know what I'm talking about. That's true, <laughs> even though I never coached at OU, uh, <laughs> never never even interviewed. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a tricky situation for uh, Riley. And, yeah whatever you want to talk about when it comes to offensive football, the guy's a genius. Yeah, Lincoln Riley is, he's the best there is. He knows, he knows what's going on with those two quarterbacks. He knows there's a situation that's going to have to be dealt with. Well, it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out.
1: It's, it is going to be fast. That's what I say. The season starts Saturday. I, I I told Heather this, and she looked at me like I was crazy. I said, I haven't been this excited for a game in normal. I either. <laughs> I, I want to make that very clear, in normal. No, okay. I haven't either. In a long, long, long time. A long time.
0: Uh, Sandy here is making all kinds of comments. I'm telling you, I've never seen her <laughs> as <laughs> excited as she,
1: she was
0: with that game because it just got you, man. I think she's oh, a yeah, screen.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean uh, – I, I also told Heather this. I said I, I really haven't been that big of a Lincoln Riley fan until this year. He has went through so much shit this year and he handled is. it so well. Yeah. We're lucky to have him. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that right there. She's. Fine I am up. too. He's 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 won me over. He's so calm, and he was so patient in that game. It was. You're so far behind, and and he, he kicked the field goals that are going for it, and you know if that goes, it's just he was great. Um, Aaron, Aaron one more thing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, we can go ahead and do this. But scroll
0: back up here to Russ W's. Let's go do this one first here.
1: This one?
0: Yes. No. It's like two or three up from the one just above. Oh, right here.
1: Yeah. So hold on. Hold on for podcast listeners. Russ uh, W says uh, that video, talk about Rattler, that video of him in high school says it all about Rattler.
0: Well, I don't know what video he's talking about. but Uh, I'm guessing. I think he's talking about QB1, right? Correct. Yeah. When I saw that and I knew that he was our recruit, I about threw up. (laughs) And I thought to myself then, why in the hell are we recruiting this guy? He can't even make it through his high school team season without being suspended. Yeah, That's not what you want. And I have to admit, if I had never watched that, I wouldn't feel some of the way I do about him. But as an ex-coach, having to deal with these prima donna jerks, they're not good for your team. It's that simple.
1: <laughs> I'll say this. I, I, I watched it, but the actions on the field tell it all. And, and when he got into some adversity this year, he showed did Couldn't handle it. That's, that's all he couldn't and, Exactly. He couldn't and that's what I'm that.
0: talking about. These little prima donna, donna babies. Yeah. They're babied by their parents and told they're fantastic, like his father has done, <laughs> cannot handle the pressure when it happens. It is proven over and over and over again.
1: The football Yoda has gotten to the problem, Mark. It's because it of his father.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's him. But when you're told, since you're 12 years old, 12 years yeah. old, that you're the greatest thing since peanut butter, that's what happens. Yep. Okay. What's this? One?
1: All right. I, we have to get to this. I've been trying oh, to yeah. answer it jason says so can all the businesses that gave rattler all that money get it back and give it to the freshmen
0: okay i, got an, idea. I got an idea on that one too but go ahead and say what you're going to say
1: here's a new issue because this is the first year this is happening and, and uh our, our buddy Aaron mattingly uh we were talking during the game and he said mm-hmm. I, I think it's the nil shit's gotten to his head like Thank like Chad dad too. said and here's the deal no they can't <laughs> i mean This is new territory we're in where this, these businesses just assume this was going to be the starting quarterback and he was going to be in the Heisman running. and oh, he was having a great year. Now he's the second teamer. This is a new problem. They're, they're stuck.
0: Okay. Mark didn't like peanut butter. Okay. Mark, this, whatever you like the best there, let's just comment on there. He, he, He has peanut butter 82nd on his list. Okay. Now, Here's what I would do, Fuzz Lincoln Riley. Now, this is highly illegal, but this is what I think I would do. Lincoln's getting paid seven and a half million dollars a year. Okay, uh-huh. you go to Caleb Williams right now. I say, listen here, kid. You stay out of this NIL shit. Got it? <laughs> go to your bank. Give me your bank account, and tomorrow morning you will have a million dollars. Now, I'm not going to tell you where it came from, but you're going to have it. You stay out of this NIL shit, and, and here's your million bucks. And you're going to still get your money going into the pros. That's what I would do. No, no,
1: no, no. And that's no. why
0: I've never interviewed at OU.
1: Lincoln doesn't need to do that. He said, listen here, kid. We're going to do it old school. I got the boosters lined up. do well, okay, so get booster. into this shit. And we'll give you a bag of cash in the old days like we used to. It'll yeah.
0: be out there. It'll be out there by Lake Thunderbird State Park, buried right. underneath this big oak tree where we bury it for everybody.
1: Right. No, I think it's going to be at Remington Park. Dale Day is going okay. to give it to him. Yeah, at Remington. <laughs> back
0: there on the uh, what they call it? Back there in the, where the barn tower they call it? The,
1: the barns?
0: No. What's the that? Stables? Called? No.
1: What are you talking about? The backside.
0: The backside. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say.
1: Danny Caldwell and uh, and Dale Day <laughs> are going to meet uh, Caleb Williams on the backside of Remington and give him a bag full of cash. You heard it how here was, first. Tweet it. How about Facebook Toby it? Keith?
0: Let's throw him in there too. Who? Toby Keith. Let's no. start well, can...
1: yeah, yeah. To... Toby's the money man, but he doesn't want to be involved. He's giving it to Danny, and now Danny and Dale will give it to Caleb. Okay. Breaking news. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? The number one team in the country also lost on Saturday. That's well. right. If... Let's
0: get into some good stuff here.
1: Don't know if you've heard about it. The number one team in the country lost on Saturday. That's right. The unbeatable Alabama Crimson Tide lost to a team who had been beaten by Arkansas and Mississippi state. Explain that one.
0: Well, <laughs> I have no explanation for that other <laughs> than it's college football and if you're not ready to play, it doesn't matter what, you got a chance to get beat. <laughs> and uh, I I didn't I was on the road so I, I didn't get to see all of this. I thought Alabama had them when they got ahead 38-31. The the Alabama defense has been a little suspect because they gave up 29 points to Florida. But this is unbelievable because A&M, what have they scored in the last two games put together?
1: (laughs) The last Last two games games put together, Texas A&M had scored 32 points.
0: Okay. And the game before that, I believe, was at Colorado. No, no, they played Kent State. That's right.
1: So Texas really? A&M, I've got the stats right here. No need to guess, Papa. Dude. Okay, I've got the stats right here. They scored ten points at the juggernaut that was Colorado. They yep. scored ten points against the Arkansas Razorbacks, who gave up thirty-seven <laughs> to Georgia and fifty-two to <laughs> Ole Miss. Right. And they gave up 20, or they get they scored twenty-two in a loss to Mississippi State. So logically, they put up forty-one on the vaunted Alabama Crimson Tide defense. Listen, it was a tale of two halves. Texas A&M beat the shit out of Alabama in the first half. It, listen, you may think, oh, he didn't always talk about it. I watched every play of this game. They dominated the first half. And then Alabama beat the hell out of them in the second half. But here is the difference. Alabama gets at 38-31. to 31. Their defense couldn't make a play when they needed to. Or this That's game right. still would have gone Alabama's way. Alabama, I mean, Texas A&M did anything they wanted in the first half, and then when it mattered in the second half, they did anything they wanted, and unbelievable, they win the game.
0: I, I couldn't believe it. You texted me and said they were dominating. I, I couldn't believe it when you texted yep. me and said that.
1: Oh, I, like I said, I was watching with Chris, and, and he, he looked at me at the half. He said, well, shit, I thought I could go to bed at the half of this game, so now i got to stay up and watch this thing. I didn't make it beat in the whole time. It was like, no, they're not. No, they're going to win. Oh, they'll probably win by two touchdowns now. Nope. They get the – by the way, if you haven't seen the game-winning field goal this game, it's the most <laughs> unbelievable thing I've ever seen. This ball looks like it's sailing 10 yards left and hooked at the yeah. last second. I've never seen one
0: like it either.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I looked and, good I, good. I it and I said, I've, I've seen it. All yeah, in this six seven hour window of football. It was one of oh. the best Saturdays of football, maybe.
0: Yeah, I was sitting there in the motel room. Uh, Sandy and I stopped on the way back, and and she was exhausted, and she was trying to sleep, and you know, and I was trying to be quiet. And he kicked that field goal, and I was going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Heather's mom was asleep as well, and we were both trying to compose ourselves. <laughs> it, that's that's hilarious. It was uh, great
0: don't count alabama out yet though
1: well no 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 they went out they still got a great shot to oh, yeah. i'm not counting them out i'm just saying that is what that is listen texas name is a really hard place to play okay? oh it is but come on i mean they cannot lose that game it no. was unbelievable all right let's move on we'll, we'll move on rather quickly through the rest of these um georgia gosh they're they're good i watch everybody this one too 34 to 10 they just dominated auburn it wasn't a game uh iowa okay somebody (laughs) has visited the crossroads demon at iowa i'm sure i'm convinced somebody has sold their soul for the 2021 football season at iowa everything goes their way they win the turnover margin once again that wouldn't have mattered penn state quarterback gets hurt penn state's up 17 to 3. they are dominating the game they get like maybe what three, four first downs. The whole rest of the game, the backups awful. Iowa wins twenty three to twenty. Iowa would have got beat three touchdowns if he hadn't got hurt.
0: It's good to be a Hawkeye right now, <laughs> isn't it? Well, and you know, I looked at their schedule today. Now they're the type of team that can lose any week anywhere.
1: Yeah,
0: they're in the they're in the right division of the Big Ten because the best team usually in their side of things is Wisconsin. Yeah. And they're still going to be hard to beat and they've got to go up there. They'll be. They, if they can win that one, their toughest game on the road and it'll be tough. They'll have to go to Nebraska and that's a big time rivalry game. But they got a shot to go 12 and 0 with no offense. I know. But they I- got four turnovers again and, and they didn't turn it over at all. And there yeah. you go 23 20. So Listen, I'd say he got, the kid got hurt. In that. Some,
1: somebody close to that Iowa program is going to drop dead after this season. And it's, <laughs> it's that crossroads demon coming to claim that soul. I'm telling you, somebody, this, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. By the way, Mark says he was a, uh, a, a, a bitch. He was on the bench, <laughs> high school basketball player, never got a bag of cash, but his dad said, Hey, eat some peanut butter and toughen up. There you so, go. You had a good father. See exactly, he is. He did not have Spencer Rattler's father, uh, That's right. By the way, Magic also says he's not meeting Danny, uh, Danny Caldwell on the backside without a pistol. I don't blame you. Don't blame
0: well, you. if you wear an OU shirt,
1: you'll be okay. Oh, yeah, Danny, Danny's actually a really, really friendly uh, guy. Maybe, not, maybe not Carl Broberg, maybe, you <laughs> don't meet him on the backside, Magic. All right, we'll move on. Um, uh, Ohio State beats Maryland. That was a nothing game uh okay here's the reverse of selling your soul to the crossroad demon nebraska they just oh, can't man. get out of their own way no. they, they had michigan beat several times fumbles penalties stupid things michigan wins 32 to 29 uh nebraska covered for you oh, that's good hey BYU, you look great got your ass kicked 26 17 to a terrible boise state <laughs> team uh at home by the way michigan yeah. state beats rutgers nothing to nothing to talk about there uh Ole Miss 52, Arkansas 51. This was a game that I'm not gonna lie, and watch a second of it because they played at no, the same time as us, but I watched the highlights. Uh just nobody could stop each other. It was just a no. back and forth shootout. Uh Arkansas goes for two to try to win the game. They scored on the last play of the game to make it 52-51. They went for two. I like the call because you're on the road yeah. and you haven't stopped them and you haven't even been close, and they're just going up down the field on you. Well, maybe the not the best thing. play, but
0: yeah. The other thing is this, in college football now, I think it's after two overtimes.
1: Yeah, you have to go for two. You just yeah. start
0: going for two. No, I mean, you don't even get the ball on the 25-yard line. You just go for two. That's the new no, rule. No, yeah, it no. is. Yes. Is oh, it is now? Yes. So, uh, well, hell, you were going to have to – okay, you weren't going to stop them, you know. No. It was going to come down to two-point conversions anyway. You just as well go for it right there. I have no problem with what he, uh, what he did. Now, if you'd been like three touchdowns behind, and it fought back, and that, you know, you yeah. got to that point, then you kick the extra point and give yourself a chance. But no, mm-hmm. I think he did the right thing. And they, and now the play they called was. Blown. Well, I saw that play, but anyway. I've
1: heard about this. Okay, so this is what happened. What what it looks like to, to me and everybody that watched it, that didn't they didn't really follow, uh, follow up on it. They just okay. kind of rolled out through the ball is incomplete. It's like that's weird. They were trying to set up some kind of shovel screen to the back and a couple of linemen mis miscommunicated, missed the block and, wow. it, and it. It it blew the play up. So that's according to a few people I've talked to that are huge okay. Arkansas fans. So we'll take that for what it's worth. But I, if you watch it, the couple of linemen missed a block. Uh, all right,
0: Russ probably knows. He'll probably comment here in a minute.
1: Yeah, for us, if you're still watching, you can confirm if that's true or if somebody's lying to me. But why people- would not?
0: Why would you not be watching this after you started? I mean, my God.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> I thought I would be watching Arkansas the whole second half, the way the OU game was going. Yeah, but, uh, yeah let's get into this. Uh, Mark says, Coach O's seed hotter than ever. LSU's 3-3 three and three after winning it all two years ago. Time to go, raspy voice. Uh, yeah, so this game, 42-21. Kentucky goes, uh, or LSU goes on the road and just gets smoked by Kentucky. They're done, right? Like, like LSU's done. Their schedule's brutal from here on out as well.
0: Like we were talking, they may not have won any season. They may not, and they—I yeah. don't think they did last year either. So, good old Coach O is going to be coaching maybe in—I don't know—Prairie View A and M next year. So yeah, uh, maybe
1: he's—he's yeah, in—he's
0: in he's hey, trouble. Uh, Andy on here.
1: Well, Andy Hogan Miller comes in, uh, a Hall of Fame uh, basketball coach from Circoxie High School, now uh, moved on to greener he pastures. But he says uh, Mizzou got a big win. That's right. Mizzou did beat North Texas.
0: Yeah, out of my deep respect for you, Andy, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something really smart, Alec, but since you're watching, thank you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it. <laughs>
1: uh, Russ says you got to run the ball. Uh, that's that's what he says. Or in uh, okay. Russ' lot, it was a jump ball to burst. again. <laughs> That's what it looked like, but a couple people uh, have have said, I don't know, maybe that's message message board talk there. But Russ also says he suffered through 30 minutes of OU talk, and you think he's not staying for the Arkansas game? Come on, you gotta know better than that. Um, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, Wake Forest beats uh, Syracuse 40 to 37. This was a hell game. Ricky Pasternak was live and in attendance at this game, by the way, too. Uh, almost willed Syracuse to a victory, hmm. but but in the end, Wake Forest wins at overtime. Florida with a big win, SMU with a big win, and then San Diego State. So that kind of rounds out college football. Um, yeah, listen, we were saying for six weeks there's number – it's it's two teams, Alabama and Georgia. Is it as simple now as it's one team and it's Georgia?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's obvious. It's, it's just Georgia, and the rest of them are just jockeying for position. I think Georgia's getting better every week because I think their offense is getting better. So – they're very, very impressive.
1: Very good news. My food just arrived, so that's great. I cannot wait to eat that. All right, now let's go.
0: <laughs> I wonder what you were doing. I thought you were getting ready to ditch me.
1: Well, people were. They took two people to deliver that. There were two people at our door, but no, it was the food. All right, let's uh, let's let's go on. We already talked. We both like the Ravens, so that's going to be the Monday night football game. We talked. Do about you even that- care? No, I probably listen, I've got uh one to about two and a half hours of wrestling recorded that we haven't been able to watch. They're on vacation. We're watching that as soon as this is over. So.
0: I forgot to tape that.
1: yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Russ says LSU's a mess. They are. They are a mess. And, hey, you know what? When you sell yourself, when you sell your soul, Russ, for a national title, now you're seeing the other half of it. <laughs> This is what's, this is, this is, what starts. So he went to some voodoo doctor and they got their national title, but as you know, it goes wrong once that's all over with. So yeah, correct. See, he knows. So, <laughs> all right, let's quickly go through this. Uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26 to 17 on Thursday night. You know, Russell Wilson gets hurt, or I think this game, I don't know if it would have been different. I think it would have been different. Uh, He's, you know, I, I don't know what Seattle's going to do. He's going to be out four to eight weeks. Geno I Smith think they're,
0: they're in big trouble. They're in big trouble.
1: And you know what? In, in a division that's so good that this is this is what those other teams needed to kind of get some separation there. So uh, we'll go on in, in the game of the week without any question. Atlanta goes to London and beats the Jets 27 to 20. I, now, you talk about not caring. I forgot this game was even happening. And I, I flipped on my NFL app at like one o'clock uh, to look at the, the scores. And I was like, wait, the Falcons, why is that game over? I was like, oh, shit, they're <laughs> in London. That's right. Um, So I listened to all these games on Sirius radio because I was driving all of Sunday. The worst play-by-play announcers in the NFL, Cincinnati Bengals. They're awful. Uh, but I, I, this game was really good. The Packers went 25 to 22. Mason Crosby couldn't kick from 5 yards and make one. I mean, he misses 3 in a row, but he does make the game winner. You got to take, I mean, forget about the field goals. It's crazy that Mason Crosby misses 3 in a row. Oh, but yeah. like the Bengals played a lot better than I thought they would. Yeah. I mean, they kind of won that game. I look at the Bengals kind of look at the Browns, like they're good, not great. I don't know. I think they've got they're a better. shot to make the wild card.
0: They're getting um, better. Uh, and lost in all this too. I thought was hilarious. The Cincinnati kicker missed two, yep. but he thought he made one. Yep, he could start celebrating. He thought it went through the uprights, and
1: he's hugging these guys. Yeah, was no good. Too many Ray Finkles in the NFL. Year nobody can kick for, shit. yeah, I know. <laughs> Gabe Burkett, he can kick for OU, hey, but
0: <laughs> are we going to talk about the Cowboys because, well. Are take we out time, time
1: and go through here? We okay. Make sure uh, our viewers stay.
0: For I'm not, I don't want to lose a viewer. Andy wants me to talk about the Cowboys. So if we're going to, maybe he'll hang on here.
1: Well, he's going to okay. have to wait because we're going okay. down the list because we gotta I, I got to talk about the Vikings and their dominating win over the Lions 19 17.
0: Yeah. That was not real dominating. I wouldn't we, be too proud of that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. We don't have to talk about that. Steelers no. win 27 19 over the Broncos. Broncos suck. I mean, I'm sorry. Come on. They uh, do. The, the, the Buccaneers, they dominate Miami, 45-17. Miami, they suck too. Uh, the Saints, another team that sucks, Washington football team, they are pathetic. They are a joke. The, the Saints beat them 33-22. Here's another team that's a joke, the Panthers. They get punt blocked. In the NFL, you get a punt blocked? Come on, give me a break. The Eagles win 21-18. Uh, Jalen Hurts gets another win there. Titans dominate the Jaguars 37-19. No surprise there. Uh, the Texans got ahead 22-6 over the Patriots. Patriots come back to win 25-22. to Big win there for the Patriots. That would have been a disaster. How about the Raiders? They look good at home against this terrible Chicago Bears, who, by the way, are now 3-2. and 3-2, and two, yep. The Bears win 20-9. The Bears have won two in a row since playing the worst NFL football game I've ever seen in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, explain that one to me.
0: I can't i I can't, and the Raiders are distracted. I don't know what that i whatever Gruden said, I never even looked at, it. I don't care yeah. if that's distracting them they're they're little punks, so anyway,
1: I agree, I totally agree. Here's the difference between watching your team on Saturday and your team on Sunday. Your team on Saturday is down 18 points, and there's still a sliver of hope. I'm still thinking, well, oh, you could get back in this, make it a game. The Browns are up 27 to 13 at one point over the Chargers, and I looked at Heather uh, as we were driving home and said, they will lose this game, I have no doubt, and they did, 47 Mm -hmm. to 42. That's right. The team that scored 14 against Minnesota looked Mm -hmm. terrible on offense against the Bears, rolls up over 500 yards of offense, 42 Mm -hmm. points and Lose and lose the game. on
0: the road score 42 on yeah. the road your defense been playing great and you get beat and lost and a lot of these guys are blaming mayfield Yeah, and you you score 42 points 500 and some yards total offense i think it's the defense's fault don't you
1: well first text i got was from jared saying how bad baker mayfield was uh and then i i read on twitter a couple people saying the same thing and it's like well Listen, I, I listened to it on the radio with the chart. I by the way, Chargers announcers best in the NFL. They're Charlie? fantastic. They are very very good. I don't know who they were, but they're very very good. Uh, How and about they their were, quarterback? Saying, huh?
0: How about their quarterback? Is he? Well, that's what they were you? saying.
1: They said at the game, it's like these these two quarterbacks are playing fantastic. Uh, and and yeah, I mean Justin Herbert, he oh boy, close your ears, Chiefs fans. He's the best quarterback in that division. Through five games
0: right this year? Well, for sure, right now.
1: Through five games this year, he yeah. is the best quarterback in that division.
0: Oh, he's unbelievable.
1: He's, he's really he amazing.
0: may be he may be the second best in the league. It's between him and the guy on this next team. We're getting up, getting ready to go to in my opinion right now.
1: As far as performances this year, yeah. you yeah. might be right. How about the Dallas Cowboys? Okay, Andy. I hope you hope you stayed. Where's your? Yes, yeah, did. Uh, let's see. Where kind There we go. How about them Cowboys? They win again, forty-four to twenty. They've won four in a row since losing uh, to Tampa opening weekend in a game they they could have won oh, very very easily.
0: He makes I'll a good play. point too. That win over the Chargers is huge.
1: Well, yeah, there. Yeah, I just saw that one, Andy. Yeah, the Cowboys went to to LA and beat the Chargers. Uh, I'm telling you what. And, 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 Mark, you might be right. That team, that Giants team, was pretty rough by the end of that game. True. The Cowboys True. are showing up and doing what they're supposed to do. in yeah. these games, And that's the thing that you got to say.
0: Yeah, they're not just winning barely. Yeah. yeah. It's like you always say about a race horse when he wins a race against horses yeah. that aren't as good as him. If you blow them away, that's what you're supposed to do. This is the NFL. I don't give a shit who you're playing. It's hard to win. And they're fun to watch. Yeah. I'll tell you. I they really enjoy watching them. I don't believe that from Madison, but thanks anyway.
1: How about this comment? Madison Halterman, I don't think she's related to us. We'll have to check on that after. That's the why show. I she don't said, believe this. <laughs> she says, This is how famous the dudes are. You got a shout out in a sophomore. I'm going to say that means world history class. Wow. Look at that. That's I impressive. Mean, that's, that's pretty big time. That's pretty good. It big is. Time. Getting, getting shout outs. Madison. Uh, listen, madison,
0: madison, if you want me to come down and sign some autographs, um, we just give me a holler and we kind of work it out.
1: Yeah. I feel like we could do that. Uh, Yeah. I I, I'm always up to sign a few. So, um, (laughs) all right, let's round out the last two games of the weekend uh, here before we wrap it up and send you off to that exciting Monday night football game. The Cardinals, you know, they kind of did what I thought they would. They didn't really play great. I, I, I think, you know, the 49ers seemed like, and again, I was listening to all these games on the radio, except for the last one we'll talk about, but it, yeah i was listening to the cardinal announcers and it's and they were really bragging on San Francisco they thought their defense just played their ass off in this game um but the cardinals get it done they're now 5 and 0 oh. how about it can the cardinals keep this up can they i mean they go to cleveland coming up this week i is it, i mean i don't think they're the best team in the nfl but is this is this like the nfc's second third best team not right now
0: mm, let me think
1: I mean, I think Dallas is better. Yeah. Well, let's put marks coming up. He thinks Dallas is the team to beat. He'll take them over Arizona, and there's also Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, you can't leave out Tampa. You got to throw Green Bay in there too. You yeah. know, they're tough to beat. I'm not quite sold on the Cardinals yet. I don't know why they just keep winning. I have not seen them much, and I, so I don't. I don't know. I think this will be a great game this week. And are they ever gonna hype that one up? Mayfield against Murray? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody cares besides us, maybe they don't. But
1: oh, I think people are gonna care because the game is in Cleveland. Cleveland absolutely needs to win. They do. You always you always need to win. You have urgency to win, but the, the Browns have a lot more than, But you know.
0: Uh, when you think about it, you got the 49ers, which have injury problems at quarterback. So that's a that's a big deal. And you got Seattle, the same thing. There's two. Really good teams. Yeah. That um are two and three. Yeah. And then Alfred here, he loves uh he just climbed in there. He's a Chiefs guy. Let's get to them.
1: Well, the final game we'll talk about was the Sunday night game. And this is one I actually got to watch. Uh, we had stopped for the night. Uh, by the way, if you if you're traveling 21 hours, just try uh just fly it. Don't drive it. (laughs) Um, but anyway, we did we did drive it, but uh this was this was stunning. <laughs> it really was because it's not stunning that Josh Allen had a big game because the Chiefs defense is bad but I'm sorry this is not this is not a this is not a good Chiefs offense right now. It's just not. And that's that's that goes for quarterback, you know, line, receivers, back whoever you want to pin it on. They're not very good.
0: Well, Here's the thing. You know this. Mm -hmm. When you can't stop anybody, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on the offense. And they're not playing very well. Because here's what's happened. And it happens in the NFL over and over and over again. They'll eventually figure out how to stop a team. And then that team has got to figure out how to work against that adjustment that these defensive coordinators, uh, come up with. Yeah. And they are just dropping people back and they're making the chiefs drive the ball patiently down the field. And one of the things the chiefs can't do, they don't run the ball very well. And yeah. that hurts. Now you think about all the big plays that they've hit over the years, big, long pass yeah. to these, uh, to, uh, Hill. And then also, um, Sammy Watkins used to make some plays too, and he's not there. They they've taken the hell out of the game, you know. They're keeping him from breaking long stuff. Mahomes is going to have to adjust. Now he's not playing very well. There's no doubt. Again, four turnovers last night, four, and the other team had zero. Yep, and you're going to beat a good team when your when your turnover margins minus four.
1: Well, Mahomes threw a pick six in the game and yep. then he threw another interception down on the goal line so he basically gave them 7 and then took 7 off the board for the Chiefs that's yep. just that just doesn't happen uh, and, and again i'm not blaming him because this is they can't stop it i mean they just can't they stop can't. anybody marks right it's embarrassing how bad that chiefs defense is it is it's, really it's, bad yeah i mean he and what andy says but basically summing it up it's an average mahomes with that defense good luck and he's right i mean Guys, and, and okay, I, I'll pull up their schedule here real quick. I was thinking about this on my.
0: Well, they should win this week.
1: Well, no, I don't even. I don't even want to go through that. I, oh, okay. I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't know who this is talking about this, but anyway, they played five games, and this goes both ways. It goes to the struggles of Mahomes, and it goes to the struggles of the defense. Right? They played yes. the Browns. They were Mayfield and Mahomes were comparable. I wouldn't say Mayfield outplayed him, but they were comparable. Right. Yeah. They played the Ravens, Lamar outplayed him. They played the Chargers, Herbert outplayed him. They yep. played the Eagles. Jalen Hurts threw for over a hundred more yards he than did. Mahomes.
0: He did not outplay Jalen Hurts. Uh, he they didn't stop him.
1: And Jalen yes. Hurts isn't a very good quarterback. Co- I mean, I, no. no. I, he's not terrible, but he's he's middle of the road at best, I would say. And he got outplayed last night by Josh Allen. He's been outplayed by the other quarterbacks. Yes. And, and, Definitely three of the five, maybe four of the five games. And again, a lot of it speaks to their their defense is just awful against the pass, and a lot of it speaks to he's not what he's been. He's just not. He looks like an ordinary NFL quarterback this year through five games.
0: Yeah. Well, as I wrote a little deal and I haven't we haven't published it yet because I'm not quite. I got to wait till Monday night's over with mm-hmm. uh, on the pros. He's not Superman this year. Nope. He's just, a, he's just a good quarterback. That's what he is.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think lost in all of this for, for Chiefs people and, and everybody, really, how many games has Superman won for them Yeah. Over the years? And they're sitting around waiting on Superman to change into Superman, and he's not doing it this year. No. And they're losing. And they could have easily done this the last two years. Yeah. Now, last year, especially, they won a lot of games right at the last. So he has hidden some problems, I think, that they've had, and he's not playing as well as he did. And those problems now are magnified. Yeah. So it's still early, but it's, you know, they're now what, two games behind the Chargers, I think. And the Chargers have won once against them, too. So if it comes down to a tie between them, they got the tiebreaker. And I know it's way too early to be talking about this, but they got to get some stuff straightened out before long because I I was kind of like you. I thought they would uh, play a great one last night, and they laid an egg.
1: They played – Really bad.
0: Like, and, and Buffalo's good. They're really good. You're gonna play good, beat them.
1: Yeah, I've got, I've got a question on Buffalo, but real quick, I'll get to this comment by Russ. Uh, they he says they're gonna put up fifty. Uh, talk about the Chiefs. They're gonna put up fifty yeah. on Washington this week. Probably so. Like Washington's bad. Chiefs are gonna be ready. They really need to win. They're probably. Yeah, we've
0: live. said that for the last two weeks. You know, and we've said it several times. Yeah, they really need a win, going to win. They're gonna do this, and they don't. So,
1: so. Yeah. To my last uh, kind of question before we wrap it up, and Mark, you, your timing is impeccable here. He said a lot of football left, but it looks like the Chargers and Buffalo are the best in the AFC. AFC aside, I was literally going to ask, Chargers, Buffalo, are those maybe the two favorites right now for this thing? Yeah. Or that they look better in Dallas. I'll throw in Dallas. I was going to throw in as well. Those three, are they the favorites to win the Super Bowl in your eyes at this moment? Yeah. Uh...
0: God, you're talking the Chargers. Okay, we're talking about the Chargers here. I know,
1: but man, they um, look at good. At this
0: moment, no one's playing any better on offense. Now, the Chargers cannot stop the run.
1: Yeah. So
0: that is a problem, and somebody's going to come up against them and, and beat them because of that. Well,
1: real Buffalo quick, real everybody. quick, let's face it. The Browns should be shot. Oh, like, yeah. The Browns exposed what you could do to the Chargers. The yeah. Browns didn't do anything special. They lined yeah. up and ran over them.
0: So, and they figured out a way to lose,
1: right? Because they're the Browns.
0: So I don't really think I could put the Chargers in there yet. I want to see a little bit more. Buffalo was great last year. They ought to be five and zero. There's no doubt about it. They won everything but the game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're. I think they're the most complete team in the AFC right yeah. now. I don't think there's anybody that's as complete just off the top of my head that I can think of. Can you think of anybody, uh, Tennessee's up and down? I thought they would be better than what they are, but, I mean, there's a long way to go. In the NFC, I think Dallas is probably playing the best, but I don't know if they could beat Tampa Bay if they had
1: to. I think with Dallas, and and Andy says they ran over the Chargers too, I I think with Dallas, when the chips are down, can the defense stop a really good offense? I'm not sure. I think the Buffalo Bills can. I like Buffalo the best right now. Uh, yeah, I, I really so. do. Um, Russ says he'd go Dallas over Tampa if they played again. I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. They should have beat them that night. They should have beat
0: They should them. have. Tampa's pass defense is really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Dallas could run on them. You know. Yeah. Dallas's offense is as good as anybody's. I yeah. never bet against Tom Brady though. It's <laughs> just that simple. So it'd yeah. be a hell of a game. I know that. Be yeah,
1: there's a- no doubt. Alfred said the NFL is difficult to guess. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. We- Alfred unfortunately says the NCAA football.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all tough. They're all tough. Uh Browns had a few tough calls. They did say on the Chargers broadcast the call. On the pass interference, I think the game was thirty-five twenty-eight at that time. Uh, it was really, really bad. So I think that probably would have turned it around. But again, I, I didn't. I didn't get to watch it yesterday, so I'm not. I'm not 100 sure what it looked like. Uh, but the, even the Charger announcer said that's that's pretty bad uh, call. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, listen, Mark. Mark says driving greater than flying. It's all I about agree. sightseeing with the family. Here's the problem, Mark. Talk- <laughs> <laughs> on the way there, I agree.
0: It's yeah. the
1: way back. It's the drive home. It kills you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Great. Good show today. Yeah. Listen, I think I think the last thing I'll say, I think we're going to start doing the show at six on Mondays. You got more people watching. You got more people commenting. I think. Mm-hmm. I, what do you think, Papa, dude?
0: That's fine with me. All right. Unless I've got some volleyball game to go to and, you know. We might have to make an adjustment, but uh, I, I, the season's about over. Probably yes.
1: Yeah. Sure. Now uh, uh, basketball will start, though. So that's.
0: Uh, yeah, but football might be about over by then.
1: <laughs> Mark <laughs> says I totally agree. A 13-hour drive from St. Charles to Laramie, <laughs> Wyoming. Still worth it. I don't know.
0: Well, you got a little bit better scenery probably. Well, I don't know. Let's if see. you go through Colorado, you got a little bit better scenery to get up to Laramie.
1: Yeah, well, listen, see that. okay. Plattsburgh, New York is the very tip top of New York. Think Saratoga and then two more hours north. And we live in the very southwest corner uh, of Missouri. So you go all through Missouri, which you probably know Mark is shit. And then you go through Illinois is awful. Indiana is awful. Ohio is not much better. And then seven hours through New York it's not. It's awful too. Until you get to Albany. Albany to Plattsburgh is is a nice drive. Other than that, it's bad. So,
0: well, I'll tell you another pretty drive. That's from here to Norman, Oklahoma. That's a <laughs> good drive, don't you think?
1: <laughs> that might be the worst of the well, other than Kansas, that might be the worst of oh. them all. Uh, the drive to Norman is is pretty pretty bad. By the way worst road on in the in the whole that side of the state to drive on i-44 nobody knows how to drive on i-44 no it's awful nobody knows how to drive if you are watching and you get in the left lane of the interstate and you're going 71 and a 70 don't stop doing that stop if you go to the left lane go at least eight miles over the speed limit That's yeah the rule. oh you have to okay you have to it, it don't do it. If you do that, if you're one of those people that drive 71 and a 70 in a left lane, stop, please stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, whatever.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I was, I was reading a comment here, so I wasn't paying much attention, but no, uh, I-44 is awful. Yeah. Almost all interstates are though. No. I didn't think I was ever going to get out of Dallas, uh, whatever day that was Saturday and and get to where there was no track. I don't, I almost don't, had to cross the Red River into Oklahoma before it wasn't bumper to bumper.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think everybody's out and about after a year of not being able to do anything. So yeah, maybe that's it. All right, guys, we're going to sign off, but guess what? We'll be right back here on Thursday doing it all again, trying to preview a night. It can't get any better than last Saturday. It just no, I, I don't know if I can handle it, uh, but yeah, we'll be right back here talking about it. Uh, a rebirth of the season for Oklahoma a rebirth of the season for a lot of those top teams because Darth Vader, Alabama, loses on Saturday. So we'll see what happens. The the, the greatest drama in the world, college football. will keep on rolling on. Of course, we'll be here with the NFL as well. So, guys, uh, we appreciate you all tuning in. Yeah. As always, we'll be right Thanks back so with much. you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Seriously, a lot of five This was the highest rated live view show we've ever had. So we we really appreciate it. Enjoy Monday Night Football tonight. We'll be right back. If you
0: like it, tell your friends to give us a shot. You know, they might like it too.
1: And if you don't like your friends or – are you? Or, no, no, sorry. Or if you, you don't, don't like have us, any friends, maybe
0: you don't have any friends and that's why you're watching this. That's possible.
1: That's 99% chance of that. But if you do have some enemies and you hate us, tell your enemies about us. We'll take anybody. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back here on Thursday. Thanks for tuning in, and good luck, everybody, for playing Monday night. <laughs>